up guys, it's Ryan Jarrett, hanging out by the fire, level 49, me and colorblind, <laughs> you got anything to say? No, do you have anything to apologize for? I do. So, our last episode, I went off on a tangent and said some things, like I swear every time we have these conversations I'm not going to do, and fired from the hip, uninformed about the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse situation in Wisconsin, right? Kenosha. Kenosha, and said that uh, this young man was hunting, and that was a horrible choice of words. After some of my research and everything that I've done, I, uh, I really stuck my foot in my mouth with that one, so I just wanted to let everybody know that, one, I'm sorry for even putting that thought in anybody's mind, and two, this just proves that we don't take much out of these fucking podcasts, because we could have took that out, and I could have never even had to own that, but... This shit's real, and this is what we do. So, again, I'll uh, I'll be a little bit more informed when I make a statement like that. Well, it takes a big man to apologize, Ryan. You are a big man. I am a big man. I wear size 42 pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to the story, whether you want to leave this, move it around, whatever. Yep. I'm at work. Um, police officers show up. I'm going to try to not name everybody. But police officers show up and ask to speak to me. So I cordially am speaking to the police. They are there to arrest me for writing, I don't know what you call it, hot checks, rubber checks, checks that are uncashable. Hot checks, I Hot guess. checks, I guess. Um, and... They found me based on my birth date and whatever else. So when they tell me where the checks were written, they were super cool cops. They didn't just like throw me in the car and give me a hard time. When they tell me where the checks were written, I tell them I haven't been to that part of the state in at least seven years. And this all has happened within the last few months, say six months. So do they have any copies of the checks? They did. You? They did have copies of the checks. They didn't have them to show me. The detectives were, I'm assuming, going to handle that because that was the first thing I asked. So in going to my car to get my ID, because I keep my wallet in my car when I'm at work usually, it dawns on me that I've been through this before. So I go back in, and I say to the police officer, I give him my ID, and I say, just out of curiosity, Ryan, my middle name, my last name. He says, yeah. He said, okay, born August 26, 1980. He says, yep. So when you said say, you've been through this before, not caught from no, no, writing no, no. bad checks. Not from writing been... bad checks, but I've been through a situation where I've been on the end of being accused for something. That you did not That do. I did not do. And you were innocent, yes. found innocent in the past. Yes. It never even made it much past this stage. One time I had to go to the police station and handle it. Another time I had to handle it with some creditors. So long story short, there's a gentleman in the same state we live in, Michigan. Everybody knows that already. Born in the same hospital on the same day as me with the exact same name. That don't happen. It happened. <laughs> How it happened, I don't know. But it did. And the only thing I have going for me is he's of a different uh, descent than I am. 
And that's usually what gets it out when a picture comes up of the situation. Or ethnicity. Ethnicity is the word I'm looking for. <clears throat> so sure it wasn't... Uh, identity fraud? Yeah. That's what I thought the first time it came up. That's how I found out this guy existed. He has a different social security number. Okay. Never tried to use my social security number, but was making attempts at something and somehow it came to me through birth date. I don't know if he didn't have to give a social security number when that happened with the credit stuff back in the day or whatever. Interesting. But long story short, run my ID, whatever they do. I don't know if a picture comes up when they run my ID on computers now. I'm not privy to being in a cop car when they do that or anything. But after the one police officer went out and was doing what he had to do, I was talking to the other police officer. This police officer came in and said, oh, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. This, what he's telling you is you know, accurate. Like, this isn't the guy, essentially. And apologized. And I said, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to be 40. I've, I've been, this is the third time now this has happened. But that was the story I wanted to tell you that whether you leave it in here or not, I don't know. But it's, it's a crazy happening that's happened to me now three times in my last 20 years. It's crazy. Yeah. Same day, same state, exact same name, same hospital. Maybe that's the universe talking to you, saying you should have been a crook. <laughs> <laughs> or had a less or, generic name. Or change your name. <laughs> but, oh, who was that? Who, who spoke up over there? Yeah. So we are. Dora, is that you? I don't know. We are out by the fire in my backyard, and... My wife Dora's out here, so you may hear her chime in from time to time. Sometimes we got the kids out here. My mouth closed. We got the kids out here running around oh, and stuff to go, too. Ryan. So you'll hear them. <laughs> I cut her off. How's the wine? It's actually it's good. It's different, but it's good. It's strong. So it's Jared, strong. Yeah. Okay. Jared made us uh, dandelion wine. I told you guys you fucking hell, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> when we uh, moved into our house. Uh, when, sticks. when did you move in there? Dude, that was... Oof. It doesn't even smell like wine. 2013, 2014. It's, it's been sitting for that long. Ah. Ah. <laughs> ah. Tastes like no. furniture cleaner. It does not. Ah. <laughs> yeah. That's some, from somebody who won't drink wine. So. I don't drink wine. But you do. I do. Dora. I do. New to the podcast. Well, my voice has been in here a few times. You said strong. (laughs) It is strong, yes. Is it sweet? It's sweet. Sweet and strong. It Mm -hmm. is sweet. So it's kind of like a... Like me in a bottle? So anyway, it's... (laughs) (laughs) You can't fit you in a bottle. I'm a genie in a bottle. It's good. I didn't know what I was... better rub me the right way. I didn't know what to expect when you said dandelion wine. One sip of wine and you're already drunk, right? Damn. Uh, It said dandelion wine. (laughs) Trying to sweeten you up. Is there a dandelion flavor in this? Or is it just the sugar I taste? Maybe you should go taste the dandelion and find out. I'm just going to go chew on a dandelion. (laughs) Dude, when I was little, we used to take dandelions and put them under our eyes, like cheeks, and make yellow marks like we were Indians and shit. Trying to pretty you up. Who didn't do that? Trying to pretty myself up, yeah. I always wanted to be the Indian when we played Cowboys and Indians. I didn't put it on my face, but I used to put it on my hand. That's dumb. Why? Mm-hmm. I never did any of that. Well, you're just the odd one out here. I played Cowboys and Indians. I didn't... 
I never put makeup on to do it. <laughs> it's not makeup, man. It's fucking makeup. It's of the earth, man. I put that shit on my face to blend in. If it ain't mud or blood, <laughs> it's makeup. I was a kid. <laughs> we also have a uh, flock of geese over here teasing the shit out of Jarrett. Flock or is it a gaggle? <clears throat> is that what they're called? I don't know. Flock of seagulls. Yeah, you mean you haven't done your research on that yet? Yeah, I'm going to get shipped this whole podcast for not doing my research. Yeah. <laughs> you know why you don't see seagulls by the bay? Why? Because they'll be bagels. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's enough of that. That was a good dad joke, man. You're two episodes late. <laughs> Story of my life. So, yeah, we, uh... 2014, 13, God, why can't I remember the year? Dude, time flies way too fast. Sure so for as fucked up as this year is, is it not flying by? It is. Doesn't it just seem like it was March two days ago? Yep. What the fuck? Dude, Halloween's in a month, what, two months? Not even. Next month. Yeah. Month and three yeah, weeks. Okay. <laughs> you want to bring the kids in to say something? They can say whatever they want, man. All right. Keegan, Aaron, Adam, come here. Those are all Jared's kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that night, Dora. <laughs> Neither do I. What? So we're, we're recording for our podcast. You guys have anything you'd like to say? Hola. Hi. Subscribe to CDR49 on YouTube. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> My kid drops. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jared. Yes. We found a $100 bill at the park. It's, oh, come on. Dang it, bro. No. <laughs> no. He didn't even have to look at it. No. All right, that's cool. That's, Bye, it. That's it. That's it. That's all you guys got to say. Bye. 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 All right. That's a good test run to know not to have him on the show. I again. was just going to say, we figured that one out, huh? <laughs> I guess it'd be different. We had him around a table and yeah. asked some questions. Yeah. I really do think, though, we should at some point just hand it over to our lives. Just do a show with them. Just let them do a show. Oh, boy. I don't know about handing it over to It'll us, be amazing. But I wouldn't they, mind you bringing her over here. It would be I don't really even know her. They don't even really know each other, so they'd be getting to know each other on a podcast. You could record it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know they'll get along. I'm not worried about that. Are you sure about that? I am. Isn't she, like, best friends with one? Not best friends, no. But they get along. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, my wife gets that's like one of the only few people. When you have four kids that are active and both working full time, it's hard to Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to make time. It seems like it you can't like spread yourself too thin over right. a bunch of people. You know what I'm saying? It's like so we have like some few people that we hang out with regularly. Right. 
but then we try to you know get friends over here get friends over there it, it's almost like it you're getting pulled in all these directions mm -hmm. so it's hard to now you're just trying to like fit someone in for the sake of fitting them in yeah. that's why this this whole COVID thing i've had i've been off since march yeah uh, went back to work now i'm off again um if it wasn't for covid who knows if i would have been doing this no yeah now I, that I i'm i i agreed to it i feel like i my own sense of who i am i have to stick with it just because i was like yes i agree and it which i'm glad it that i'm doing this because it's it's new it's different tired of saying no to people you know? right this is good. It works. And yeah, like, for those that don't know or don't listen or care, we never even probably had a beer together prior to the podcast. We knew each other in passing from our kids playing sports together. Yeah. So. Which is how I am with a lot of parents in Richmond. Right. Just in passing. Hey, how's it going? Because... I mean, how much of a friendship can you build with somebody seeing them a couple times a year? Right. And then how can you fit 10 couples into your life and actually get to know them, know them? I have to disagree with you there. That's... We have a couple that we're friends with. We see them literally once a year. They're, they go up to Boyne with us in November for my birthday. It's really the only time we see them because everybody's so busy. But when we see them, it's like we pick up like we saw each other yesterday. And we've seen each other every day for that past year. Where do they live? Rochester. Rochester, Troy, right around there. Yeah. But that's that's different what he's yeah, saying. Yeah, it they're, is. They're, I, that's the understanding of how we get along with them. That's the No, this is good, though. It's them. not like, I mean, did you guys like, how did you meet? So I met them. I used to play euchre with my old boss. We used to play. We used euchre. to play euchre, couples euchre, once a month, every other, every other, excuse me, every month a different couple hosted. Yeah. So we met them through that. That kind of fell apart. We stopped playing whatever. I was playing beer league softball. Ran into him at beer league softball. He was like, "Hey, dude, I got a team too. You know, you want to play more nights?" I'm like, "Sure." So I started playing softball with him. And it just kind of evolved into I saw him at softball once in a while. They had already known each other, his wife and my wife, from cards. And one time we were talking about, hey, we're going up for her birthday, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she just said, hey, you guys want to come with us? And it's it's been going on for about eight years. We missed one or two years in the middle. So to make my point, I know you would disagree with me. I am great with that. Wait, at one time, you guys were seeing each other a couple times a month. A couple once, times a once. week. A couple times a week, and now it's oh, yeah, for, a couple times yeah. a year. Yeah. So, so there's already a relationship. Now, it's like, how would we... Yes, okay. So it's not like we're making... We didn't make a new relationship. We had the relationship, and now it just turned into something else. I get it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I can kind of relate it to, you know, Pete, because we would hang out all the time and and then you know he went to college and right. to be kind of separated and talk once in a while and right and now we're back in each other's lives and 
week. I mean, other than baseball, that's when we saw him. And then he came over and, you know, Father's Day. So it's like one of them cases, you know. But at one time, we were close. Right. But from here on out, like, how many new couples do you guys do? Can you go back to the park? If you guys would have went to the park without telling me, I wouldn't have known that you went to the park. But thank you for asking. Yeah, you can go to the park. Felt so good on the smooth road because uh, Keegan has like stunt scooter or whatever, and I was doing a bunch of tricks and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Love how they send the little guy in. I know. Well, how can you say yeah, that? they said we could go. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. Um so we we've uh we've attempted multiple times. I don't know that there's couples out there per se anymore that we can't even have, find the time, like you said. There's just so much going on. Yes. And I, I can appreciate the the realism of, of you saying like I mean do you want a fake friend that's just gonna find time when they can and no you know that's not what you want when you want there's a there's a guy that I say a friend I use that term a lot I know a lot of people that I have conversations with from Facebook that I've never met in person yeah but we get along yeah um, well, this guy, he's interesting story in himself, but about filming, getting into cameras, and he told me this guy in Texas, he's got a <laughs> Facebook page, Filming with Josh. He has a podcast. We did a podcast, which was completely different than his typical podcast that he usually does. See, he has Rustic River Media. So that's what it's his business that's what he does he gets these clients and he makes uh, commercials for them like doctors offices dentists vet techs you know veterinary offices for pets and they they do these commercials for them whether they air on tv or just you know on youtube or whatever but this is what he does for a living he has some uh guide services for hunting that he does commercials for um, some high-end real estate so he knows what he's talking about he did it out of college and uh, so when he does his podcast it's all about you know equipment um, how to direct your your client during talking and stuff like that lighting audio well he released this other one his most recent one and because he's a Christian and he said about you know what's wrong with the church and the church by say not the building but the people of it right that he tried getting close with people like trying to join churches in these groups because he went away to college he didn't know anybody and he was going to and he tried to get connected with other people but he he couldn't find it because everybody seemed not willing to right. 
be involved in your life, which I can see both ends, you know, you don't have time. It's hard to get to meet someone new. Right. And you don't want to have to make the time out of an obligation because then it's never going to be real. <clears throat> and I mean, let's face it, at, at our age, we don't need new friends. If we make new friends, that's great, but... Yeah, that's... You know, I was just saying, I think it would be cool to have them do it at some point. If, if it worked, it worked. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, it's not... Whatever. Yeah. And that's all, I don't even know if she cares <laughs> like you know what I mean like <laughs> Dora really doesn't she's just like yeah whatever <laughs> she doesn't look like she cares over there no she's letting her fire die I am not and I care it's getting kind of cold Dora <laughs> <sighs> I suck I'm sorry but it's it's a crazy thing you need to refill on the wine I think no, uh I just refilled a little bit this I can't drink very fast because it's strong. But I you like it. A, I do. I want to be able to walk into the house, though. <laughs> <laughs> it is good, though. It is. I was very hesitant. I thought it was going to be, like, bitter. <laughs> no, it, it's I just sweet. thought dandelion. I was like, oh, it's probably going to be bitter. But it's not. It's just the... It added another layer of flavor to it. Yeah. God, that wood is dry, ain't it? Yeah, it is. It just, like, lights That's right great. up. That's oh. great. Because all ours we got sitting by that tree has been rained on in the last... Yeah, but... Since my birthday or Yeah, whatever. but even that right now, because the fire is so hot, it's lighting up pretty quick, yeah. too. This is all the stuff you caught off your property? Yeah. We got four big uh, cottonwood trees. So I cut two of them down the spring and chopped it that was a lot of work it was a lot of exercise yeah exercise yeah, you know what would be some good exercise is to get up to the cabin and get all that wood cut up so you know it's you gotta grab those logs lift them up onto your chopping log that x it's like a good core exercise back exercise shoulders arms even grip strength you know what I'm saying, Brian? Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Uh, yeah, I have. Smell that? Holy cow, dude. They're smoking some shit over there. I think that's a skunk. That's the skunk? You think so? Yeah. I think someone's smoking some. Nope. That's not a skunk. That's a skunk. Maybe I'll take the out of the guys it's waiting for right it, but I think it's my neighbors. It's the neighbors too, Don. Two doors I think that's a skunk. <laughs> Well, we'll agree to disagree here. Well, put it this way, that. if that's what they're smoking <laughs> down there, that ain't very good. Listen, I've smelled plenty of skunk weed in my life. <laughs> Not that I smoke it, because I don't. Uh, where are the kids? They're down there. They're way down there. Well, they would have spooked a skunk. Oh, man, one of them comes back smelling like that. I'm going to be upset. <laughs> I know which one I'm hoping it's going to be. <laughs> Thank you. You're no, welcome. You have, a, you have a two and three chance of it not, though. <laughs> the, the odds aren't in my favor. 
to be going to buy some tomato juice. Is this better? Yes. Okay. Yes, we could keep it right at that level. I'll see what I can do. Well, we have a website up and running. Oh, yeah. Level49podcast.com. Up and running. Got our pictures on there if you really want to know what we look like. Got all our social media links. We have a merchandise store on there. Links to all of our episodes are on there. I like the uh, the vector pictures better, not our actual faces. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we might have to change them. You think? Well, at least my face. You just want to be blue or red or whatever. I'll do it differently. I can do it eight different colors of tan. You can't even see colors. How do you change those colors like that? <laughs> I have an app. <laughs> I just type in the color. It tells me to do it. Well, there's... Do you know what hex codes are? No. Uh, each color has a hex code. So, I may be wrong, but if you type in like red, green, and blue, the numbers, the values, 80, 80, 80, that's 50% gray. Yeah. If you want pure blue, then it's like 50, zero, zero. Like no red. RGB, red, green, blue. There's no red, no green, just blue. Highest value, whatever. Really? So you can look up colors, even popular colors of, let's say, what what what's the color of a like a a company, like a Ford blue? Yeah. Ford blue or Honolulu blue, maybe. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what the lions use anyway, so that's exactly this lion's blue, Honolulu blue. You can look up the hex code, so you can type that in on your photo editor, and it'll bring up that actual color. That's interesting. The matrix is fucking real. Everything's a one and a zero. Yes, so I don't have to see color to choose a color. (laughs) Well, we got... Turkey season opened up, or turkey, goose, goose season opened up. Next weekend is the youth season for deer. Really? Yep. Rifle? Or shotgun, whichever. Depending on where you're at, yes. Yeah. Firearm. Firearm, that's what I was looking for. There's not like a bow season for youth? You can use a bow. Oh, you can just use whatever during the youth season? Yes. That's one thing that bugs me, man. How many people do you think get youth tags, take their kids out, shoot the deer, put their kids' youth tag on it. Not a lot. You don't think so? It happens, but what are you going to do? Not let the majority hunt because a few break the law? Right. No, I I, I get that. I'm not saying that. I'm not trying to say I don't agree with the youth hunt. I think it's a a great option. I just... One of our past guests has some feelings about that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He thinks there's way too many people that use their kids tags just to go hunting themselves well it's not very hard to narrow down (laughs) (laughs) we've had three guests one lives in texas oh this is the michigan dude adam yeah he's he posted a few memes before especially around deer season youth season sure it happens it happens everywhere i mean yeah there's poachers there's people that break laws i was just curious at what you thought the the ratio was almost immeasurable well, I guess that makes sense because a lot of fathers want to pass that shit down to their kids. They don't want to just take it from them. 
yep. it's, a, it's a pride thing to see your kid get their first deer and their first buck. And you know, I got else. Ava's first deer on camera. Did you? Yeah. The so, kill? Yep. Wow. It's on YouTube. Maybe we could put a link oh, to it. We can link it. Yeah. No, that was that was a great time. It was on public land. Just a little, little four-point came out. Just blasted it. So, I don't understand. Obviously, I'm not a hunter. Never hunted in my life. Never even attempted. Um, I think we've had this conversation. I yes. fish. Don't hunt. I own the guns to hunt. Still don't hunt. <laughs> um, <laughs> yet. Yet. Um, so, do... First of all... What happens with the antlers? They don't go antlerless. They don't lose their antlers, right? Every year. They do lose them. Every year. Okay, so I told okay, her that, yeah, and she so made me feel like I was wrong. I thought he was wrong. I'm like, how? How do they lose their antler antlers and then get bigger every year? Ain't that amazing? Yeah. They can grow these big old things, and then come January, it starts loosening up, and then and they up. fall off. That's and at that moment, they start growing new ones. So the deer you will be hunting with your your kids this year, button bucks, a little bit bigger, nothing real big yet. They can shoot whatever. I'm saying the deer are there. Are they are their racks coming back already decent sized this time? Yeah, of year? they're already shedding their velvet. If okay. not, all of them gone. So there's it's feasible that there's six points, eight points, ten points running around. There. Twelves. Twelves. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> interesting. That is an interesting fact. Well, I apologize because I argued with you about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Even elk. Have you ever held oh, an elk really? antler? How yeah. giant it is? No, they lose them and they grow them. That's crazy. What's the reasoning behind it? I don't know. We have, like, sheep who have horns... And they're, they just, they keep growing and growing right. and curve, so growing and growing, yeah. So why not, I want to know why. Well, do your research. That's, that's, that's interesting. So does anybody know, I don't know, maybe you, if, a, say, an eight-point sheds its rack, antlers, whatever you want to call them, does it come back at eight point next time? Well, Bigger, smaller? Does it? Yes, they. You reference button buck. Yeah. So first year, it could be just a little spike, or a four point, depending on the genetics. Then as they get older, body develops. They get bigger. They grow bigger racks. Oh. Okay. So then it could be, you know. A, four point or a six point then next year six or eight eight or ten so then they say at the age like six and a half years old is when they grow their largest set of antlers so if you shoot a ten point you know it's an older deer obviously not necessarily no depending on its genetics chances are it's an older deer yeah yeah Okay, so is there a age group or size that you want to hunt based on 
not trophy hunting, but for food? Is the meat more tender in a two or three year old versus a six and a half year old? You know, veal versus beef kind of thing? I've had young deer and I've had some old deer, I guess. That's, a, that's an argument. Some people say it's the younger, more tender. But I have a, not a buddy, but I worked with a guy I know that only eats the doe that he kills and trophy hunts the buck tags and donates them. Says the doe is better meat. Well, there's some body changes that a buck goes through. Uh, like becoming a man kind of thing? Yeah, for a few months out of the year. Okay. When they, you heard the rut, yep. what the rut is. Because um, they don't mate all year long. It's just right. like a... Well, like mating a, season's when you hunt, right? It's like a month period where the rut goes on. There's different phases of the rut. There's a second rut, sometimes a third rut, and that's when you get like late drop fawns that happened like a month ago. Because does that got pregnant late have fawns birth later in the year. They don't have much of a survival. But it's it's mating season when you hunt normally, right? Isn't that when they're the most active? Active or sexually? Just moving around. They move around all year long. Okay. See, I don't know. I'm asking this question. Too. Well, no yeah, idea. no, that's, that's good that you're asking, but, I mean, it, not much changes throughout the whole year for an animal. I mean, you just think, like, you could look at a squirrel out here, up and to and from trees, and right. it don't matter if it's January, June, October, they're still doing the same thing. They're trying to eat, trying to sleep, trying to avoid predators. I'm just just curious because like she made a reference to we go up north her birthday's opening day November 15th opening day of firearm season here in Michigan we always go up to Boyne, Michigan northern Michigan with our friends we see deer like crazy up there obviously it's hunting season but we see them like crazy I'm in the fields in the woods in the roads whatever we go up there in the summer it doesn't seem like see as many that's why I'm asking if they, I always thought that they were less prominent. They didn't move as much in the summertime. Is there you more, more snow on the ground up there. Oh yeah. yeah. Less vegetation. They're trying to they move, move to get more. more food. Okay. As opposed to how everything is lush now. They can stay in a really small area. Right. And when you do see them here, you see them like on the edges of the fields eating. Yeah. Or if you see them at all. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Again, I don't know any of this. I go on a weighted walk. Corey corrected me, a ruck every day. And uh, I, about every day I see deer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here we see them a whole hell of a lot more than we did when we lived in the city, obviously. But it's crazy how you move from the city to the suburbs, like sticks, I like to call it. I hope I don't offend you every time I say that. But out here, and how your eye changes. Like how she sees deer all the time when you're driving. I notice deer now. My kid knows. We never 
I could have ran smack into a deer when I lived in the city before I even realized it was a deer. You know what I mean? <laughs> Up here now, we see them 300 yards away in the edge of a field. Yep. It's weird. It is. How it changes. So, yeah. it's uh, Next weekend starts the youth's youth season. The youths? Youths. Yeah. My cousin Vinny? Yep. The two youths? <laughs> so, yeah. Funny ass movie. I can get some uh, meat over for you to cook. Try some venison. So I've tried it three times in my life. I had it in a chili. It wasn't horrible, but I knew it was venison. And my prior experiences, I didn't like venison. Okay. So I convinced myself I didn't like it. Uh huh. It really wasn't any different now that I think about it. I guess it had a little bit of a softer texture than beef did in the chili and that might have just been the way it was cooked okay but i've been told that if i'm gonna do it i need to try a back strap and that's where i need to start you're either if you don't like a back strap you're not gonna like venison period then i could be talking out of my ass i don't know that's just what i was told i could see that i mean my brother hunts and he said dude if i if you back strap cook it in some butter you know, season it up with some onion it's phenomenal if you don't like that, you're never going to eat medicine. All right. How about I bring over some backstrap next weekend? Uh, whatever it is. I, I'll try whatever. I'm just telling you what he told me. About the, the heart. Other, <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> I don't want to eat the heart. Why not? Because I don't know. It's uh, weird. Because, because, because it's not what we do. It's different. In 2020. It's different, man. I don't know. It's like liver. I can't do liver either. I tried. I... I used to eat liver. It smells terrible. But I had venison. The problem I have with liver is it tastes like blood. It tastes like when you had a cut when you were a kid and you licked it. Yeah. Or yesterday. I still do the same thing, but that, that flavor, I just, I don't like that flavor. That iron flavor. The other way I had roast, and I just think it was the preparation, or venison. I had it as a roast. Sorry. The preparation was horrible. It was dry as shit. So I didn't like it at all. It could have been a pork roast. It could have been whatever. Well, what do you have in cow versus venison or deer or elk? What do you have in? Cow. They have a lot more fat, right? A lot more fat. So when you cook venison, you have to be cognizant of the lack of fat that's in there. So you can't overcook, can't cook for too long unless you're like slow cooking it, which you're doing with a lot of fluids anyway. So are you, is that, I'm sure that's why my brother cooks his backstrap in butter to add. Dude, you should tell him to deep fry it. When we were at camp last year, and Laura shot a deer, a doe, I shot a buck. Dude, we took the backstraps, cut them into little medallions, and we went over to the neighbor's camp. They had the deep fryer going. I put them into the deep fryer for, I don't know, maybe, maybe a minute, uh-huh. maybe less, pulled them out. Dude, we went around camp just eating these medallion deep fried. They weren't even breaded. It just went right into the oil. So good. So here's my questions then. And I should know this that I freaking know how to cook. But one, why do you get some just in the three times I've had it? That's like gamey, I guess is the best word for it, versus not. 
Is it the way the deer's processed or? That could be a number of factors. Because you don't get that wide range of taste in a cow. Right. Because cows are raised. Right. And they go through a process of they eat the same thing and then they go get slaughtered. They all get slaughtered the exact same way. The Remind shot in the head. This conversation's up. done to tell you what I heard about cows today. Okay. <clears throat> and then. So a deer is processed differently every time because it's somebody different usually processes. And it went through a different death than a cow did. Meaning you could have a deer that someone shanked the shot and went through the stomach. Okay. And then they found it 18 hours later. Okay. And then you get that that adrenaline, those chemicals rushing from the brain throughout the body and the bloodstream going to the muscles which would affect the flavor if it could affect the flavor whereas if a, it not cleaned out properly whereas after a, field dressing a, a cow like you're saying is slaughtered so it it's goes through there's two cats come here come over here tell me about these cats there's two they look the same they both had stripes like you again like what color stripes? Just like, do you know those cats that are like brownish? Are you guys so brownish or brown? Yeah. Just brownish, like. Like different color tans. Yeah, like it's kind of like bright brown, kind of like orange, but not really. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and there's two of them. It's dark, no, and it looked like it, going. so it's dark. So. Were they fighting? No. One, so why are you telling me about the cats? Cause they were going that way. Another one, I was like. Oh, I want to see it. And I was like, and I like, yeah, I was trying to get it, but no, I couldn't get it because it went in the neighbor's yard. Then another one went in the neighbor's yard. I was like, darn it, I want to get one. Because I can handle cats really good. Yeah, I can see all the scratches on your arm, how well you can handle cats. <laughs> did any of them scare you like your no. cat did? No. Do you remember that? No. I mean, remember? yeah. <laughs> Do you tell Coach Ryan how you, uh, what happened when you were putting on your baseball glove? No. Oh, yeah. What happened? Uh, wolf spider about like that big bet me is in like the thumb pocket. A wolf this. spider? He was putting on his glove and it was in the thumb. So that wolf spider was tucked in all the way at the tip. When he got his thumb in there, it went. It bit his thumb. No, no, it didn't bite me at first. I put it on, like, a few pointy thing, and I forget about it. And then it bit me. I was like, oh! And I just <laughs> smacked it on the floor. And it's behind the thing, so it was the spot where the spider could be. <laughs> That's awesome. You've been bitten, You've been stung. How many times have you gotten stung? It's like 30 times. 30-ish, maybe 40. <laughs> we were looking at uh, a groundhog that was in the backyard. What? You got stung in the hand then. <laughs> oh, all I remember is, I remember the time where a hornet just stung me right in the palm of my hand. 
one time when we were younger, my brother and I were riding our bikes. Yeah. And I'm the older brother, so I was trying to get away from him. He was trying to catch up to me. We're riding down the trail in the woods, mm -hmm. and he opened his mouth to yell my name, and a wasp flew in his mouth and stung him in the roof of his mouth. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty insane. <laughs> my mom was by the pool <laughs> drinking some beer, and she went to go take a sip, and I had a bee in it, and it stung her in the mouth. Ooh. Just imagine getting stung on the tongue. You got ayahala. There'd be a good pump on there. So. Do you have paper on you? What is it? That looks like s'more ingredients. S'more ingredients for the kids. The kids are going to have s'mores. The adults are going to have s'mores. You can have my s'more. You want s'more? S'more what? I don't do s'mores. Not a big s'more guy either, but I like a good toasted marshmallow every now and then if they're right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm down to try it. So my other question then with venison is how do you cook it? I mean, I eat a steak, medium, medium rare. Does venison have to be well done? Steak doesn't go very far in our house. Okay. So if we take like what would have been one, two, three, four, five, six steaks for all of us, you take that same meat, grind it up, put it into a chili, you can have it for two or three dinners instead of one. Right. That's like the back straps and tenderloins. That's what we use. Mm -hmm. That's like what our steak is when we want just like a solid piece of meat. So what temperature do you cook it to? The, like the back straps and tenderloins? Yeah. I don't cook it to a temperature where it's still pink in the middle. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm asking. So you don't do pink what, in the middle? Do do? I do. You do do pink in the middle? I do pink in the middle. Okay. Uh, burger, just cook like any other burger. But it's going into chili and right other things. I'm just I didn't know if like you know because there's some things obviously like chicken you can't fucking leave it medium. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't know if venison was one of those things. Again, I've never prepared it. I've never had it. That I, right. Is it okay to be medium? I mean, I know you probably don't want it well done because it's gonna be like shoe leather. Yeah. I don't well done venison. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll definitely try it, dude. I don't know that our favorite. Is hold neck. I don't have those. Hold neck. Hold neck. So is the neck, the jowls, whatever. It's like, in between the head and the shoulders. <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, is that like the like if you have like a pork neck, it's so full of blades. Is it the same in a deer? You know what I mean? Like, could you take the neck bone with the meat, throw it in a fucking pot, make a soup, and you're just like, dude, this meat's fucking amazing. Maybe. Is it is it any different flavor-wise? Like, do you find it more yes. tender? Do you find it more... When I see... Okay. It's different when you take... When you actually see the whole carcass. Right. And... 
you'd take the skin off. So now you got this hanging thing of meat in front of you. You ever punch it like Rocky? No. I don't have a, a testosterone issue where I need to prove anything to anybody. <laughs> That's a lie. Not just once, just because. <laughs> Turn on Eye of the Tiger in one circle. No, I don't beat my meat. Oh, there's a drop. <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm cutting that out. <laughs> I thought there was no cutout. You're right. Dang it. There is a drop. So anyway, <clears throat> the way the back straps, the way they run right next to the spine uh -huh. and they go up, when you hit the skin off, it looks like they continue up through the neck. Even when, yeah. I mean, it looks like they kind of stop at the shoulder blade, but then they continue past. So it, when we cook, we, we cut the whole neck out, yep. head off, take the neck, and we throw that into a slow and cooker. Okay, and we let that cook for a day. What? Low and slow, take it out, and the meat is just like falling off. Yeah. The bone, so you get you get to take the bone out off of there, you know, the windpipe, all the other tendons that run through there. And you just take that meat, spread it, sauce. Oh no. Uh oh, blow it out. Uh oh. <laughs> Done messed up, eh, Ron? No. No, Brent marshmallows are the best. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> take the <mask laughs> it's like off. a torch. How <laughs> 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 I can't get it? I have to burn this one. Man. <laughs> my dad was so disappointed. Marshmallows. Oh my god, <clears throat> that scared me. You burned the same. Yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued. No. Obviously, it's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's something that oh, I'm interested in. If we. Yeah. Try and eat it. I mean, it's way cheaper. Mom, can you do this in the End it right here and tell everybody to find us on Facebook at Level Forty Nine Podcast, Instagram, which is Level Forty Nine Podcast, or the website, which is Level Forty Nine Podcast dot com, and Twitter at Level Forty Nine Podcast. <laughs> or they can just look for the podcast Level Forty Nine. Yep. <laughs> You can email us. Stitcher. Right from our uh, website. Send feedback, ask questions, topics. Yes, yeah, where were we? <clears throat> Venison meat. Yes. So, like I said, it, it's something that I've, I've, I've thought about. I'm not... It's weird. Like, I could shoot oh, a deer. Yeah. I know I could shoot a deer. Couldn't process to save my life. Not a chance in hell. <gasps> why not? It's just not in me. Big boy. I don't know. Do I don't know why. I don't have the answer. It's not in me. I know it's not. You mean like how you do it. You blow it physically it looking at yes. the body and cutting yes. the meat? Yes. Even like, do you fish. ever buy whole? Okay. Okay. So fish. Skinning it. Nope. You can't do that. Nope. I don't know why. He can't even take the fish off a hook. I wear gloves to fish. Take the fish off the hook. I have this really weird thing, and this is coming from somebody who went to culinary school. Like, I have a weird thing about touching just raw... You think that looks good? Meat. What about this one? What about whole chicken? Same thing? 
Yeah. Nah, see, it's weird with a chicken. I don't know why I can, I can do a chicken. I can, I can. If I bought a whole raw chicken yeah. already like defeathered and skinned and everything else, yeah. I could definitely cut it apart into the pieces that it has to be in. Steak, you can. Oh yeah. Burger, things like that. I can, I can touch it. Butt, Boston butt. Yeah. I mean, I can make sausage. But I can't process from the point of it being an actual animal. If I came to your house, if I shot a deer, I came to your house, and it was skinned and hanging, I could do all that. I can't clean it out and skin it. So they don't do it. And I'm the opposite of you. I could. I don't think I could shoot it, but I could do all that. And I, I just, it's not. It's not something that that right there has kept me from ever wanting to hunt. I've seen people hesitate when it comes to field dressing an animal. I can kind of see where a gross factor might come in. Like you're going to put your hands into its yeah. stomach and esophagus. And, yep. But you can't look past that to see the end game I don't know if I can and that's kept me from doing it because I I have I don't want to call it courtesy but I have this feeling in me that I don't want to shoot an animal and then have to leave because I can't do anything with it that's not right we'll get you broken in I could shoot it I know I could, but like I said, that's what's kept me from doing it is because everybody I talk to is, you're right of passages, you got to gut your first deer, you got to gut your deer, you got to drag your deer 100 yards, you got to do this, you got to, and I'm always like, well, cool, I'll just leave the freaking shotguns in the case in the closet. No, it's, those are people with, those are people that want to watch me and laugh at me while I'm freaking not yeah. able to do it, <laughs> is what it is. Yeah. It's not that bad after you do it. I, there's grown-ass men that still gag every time they... My brother gets sick almost every time he does it, he says. <laughs> I, I don't know, it's just it's something weird. Like, I can't... I don't want to shoot a buck, cut its nuts off, hang it from a tree. You know, I don't want to... My buddy has a tool called the butt out. He was telling me about. It. I don't want to deal with all that. Dude, I love the butt out tool. <laughs> My buddy that I used to work with has one. He dude, brought it in to show me, and I'm like, I, I don't even care, dude. I'm never gonna do it. Well, the alternative is to either split the pelvis, so you can, like, the legs, open them up, split the pelvis bone right there, so you can cut. So when you take the internals out without getting that into the meat, right? or with a skinnier knife, meticulously cutting around the anus, you can pull it the other way with the butt out tool. You just stick that thing in there, one and a quarter turns and pull, and now you can tie the intestines in a knot so you don't get shit on your meat. I literally have a stomachache. 
<laughs> I don't know why. Well, we're not using the butt out tool on you, Ryan. <laughs> I don't know what it is, man, but I mean, we've had the conversation off yeah. recording where if I shot one, I wouldn't, you would help me. So I'm, I'm, I'm not opposed to doing it. I just, I don't know. I mean, everybody tells me, oh, dude, the first time you do it, buck fever, you know, people freaking, their adrenaline goes crazy, and you got to be prepared for that. My brother was like, dude, I almost passed out. Yeah. First time I shot one. He was like, I was going so hard, I almost passed out. Yep. I'm like, dude, that doesn't sound like fun to me. It's not for everybody. So. Oh, baby steps. I'll try the meat if I like it. I'll get a tag. Yeah. Figure it out, I guess. What's the worst that can happen? I drop a deer and go, eh, Jared, I'm going to tag this. It's yours from here. I mean, that's <laughs> the worst thing that can happen, right? <laughs> like, I have my one friend that she's talking about that we go up with once a year to Boyne. Yep. Loves venison. Refuses to hunt. So we've had a deal. I want, a, I want a buck to hang on my wall. So he tells me, you go out, you trophy hunt, you find the buck, I'll pay for the processing and the hanging on your wall. You just got to shoot it because I'm not going to do it. Sounds like a typical city boy conversation. <laughs> but that's, that's you, the you shoot it, and I'll pay for to get it clean. But then we think about it. Okay, I'm out in the middle of BFE. I didn't kill this deer. What the hell am I going to do now? I want to have one out though. Well, it'll be awesome. You, know, you got to drag a fucking 200 pound deer 600 that's yards. So I'd probably have a goddamn heart attack. Oh, oh. Have you seen that meme? No. It's not something I don't want to do, though. <laughs> Kids. I saw Aaron flinch. <laughs> well, we can start you off with something small, like rabbits and squirrels. So I've killed a squirrel. You know our Alan, our football coach. Okay. I was over talking to him, and he was we were in his yard, and he was talking. He's been trying and trying and trying to get me. Sure? Let's go goose hunt. Let's go turkey hunt. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Like I'll do whatever. Let's go. And I'm never gone. I was over at his house talking to him. Um, but I was with him, and uh, we were talking about it. And he's like, "You ever shot anything?" I said, no. And we had an hour. Okay. He goes. Uh, he goes. Oh, dude, there's a squirrel. So you're gonna kill something. Right? Alright. And yeah. what? He goes in the house, gets a pellet gun, hands it to me, shoot squirrel. So what am I doing with these? You're gonna fucking eat I'm it. I'm fired. Okay. <laughs> Got squirrel. He cleaned it off for me, took the skin off and everything, handed it to me. So what do I do with it? He said you can grill it, you can stew it. Call her and say, I got a squirrel, we can stew it. She said, No, you can't. <laughs> okay. So I took it to work and cooked it on the grill and it wasn't the greatest, but I didn't have the spices. I didn't have any, you know what I mean? It was, it yeah. was super, like, gamey. It wasn't horrible. But so I've done that. Didn't have a problem with it. Yep. I He cleaned it. I was watching, oh, and he's showing me, and I'm like, eh. You know what I mean? But, like, I watched. I made it through watching. But it was a squirrel versus a, you know, something my size. Yeah, same thing. And, I mean, he just grabbed it and ripped the skin off and put in a bag and then I was like oh this is over okay yeah I mean I stomach it I'm not gonna lie afterwards I grilled squirrel before it's not my favorite 
It wasn't. And after talking to more people, I think you were actually one. We had this conversation at one point. They were like, dude, you got to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or if you're up north. Drink a little bit of beer. You cut the tap off and you put the legs in the beer can into the fire. And you let it boil in the beer till it's cooked. And you eat it that way. So good. Pretty good? Yeah. Which is like a stew. (laughs) So, like, I'm not. So, I was helping a friend out because their dad had quadruple bypass surgery so he couldn't do his uh, maple syrup so I was like yeah you know I'm just going to school at the time I'll do it for you so I went through Ido's property drilled all the trees Tapped all the trees, hung all the buckets. I think it was, I want to say, close to 100 trees. Holy cow. And when the trees are flowing sap, you can get a gallon a day out of them. So it's every day, walking through that swamp, pour it into five-gallon buckets, carry it back. Pour it into 55-gallon buckets. Jeez. Go do it again. And then he had this uh, this giant stainless steel tub that went over a wood burner. So he had piles of wood, the wood burner, this big old 100-gallon tank. So now you have to start cooking it down while you're collecting. But it was one day... He wanted to skim off what was um, the sap that was cooked down. It was cooked down enough that he wanted to pull it off to finish it on the stove on the inside. Because if you cook it too long, you'll burn it, and then the flavor's ruined. So it's like you could have it this rolling boil for so long, but as it starts evaporating and the... The liquid evaporates off, and you're left with the sugar content. That's how you get the. I didn't even know if that actually worked. The, the maple syrup. <laughs> you finish it on like a smaller, like more precise, okay, heating ah, element, like on the stove or something. A little simmer and, until you get it at your the grade that you like. I was like, oh. so I had to sit there, <clears throat> feed this fire. So he had his gun sitting over there. Like I'm getting, I'm starving, but I couldn't leave this fire going and risk burning all this maple syrup that he had going and well I had going for him. And then so I was like, you know, I see all these squirrels on the side of the property over there, just going from tree to tree to tree. I'm like, screw it. Grab this gun, pop two of them, drop down, grab the squirrels, cleaned them up. I'm like, he had a pond, so I cleaned him up. Washed them off in the pond. <laughs> well, I got the fire going. How am I going to cook it? So I opened up the the wood burner. I took a, well, his little shovel thing and pushed all the coals off to the side so I wouldn't burn it. Took a, a, a hanger, metal hanger. So I put it over the door so I could slide on all the legs onto those hangers. Close it. Cook it. That's what I ate for lunch. Nice. Dude, I was so hungry. That squirrel cooked over fire with no seasoning just hit the spot. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to do that. I just sat there and been hungry. 
sold some on eBay. What'd you sell? Oh, a Boba Fett figure that we got at the garage sale. I got, what do we have into those? $3, I think, roughly. Oh, yeah. We got eight for it. Been sitting for a little while, so. Yeah. I'll take it. Now, what do you do uh, after the package is all wrapped up and labels on there? Do you take it to the post office? Yeah, one of us normally drop it off. I work right by the post office in the city I work in. But you can schedule them to pick up. We'll go on that same app that I told you about. Yeah and schedule a pickup because you had to put your address and everything in there when you did it. Yeah. You can go in there and schedule a pickup for the next day. Okay. Um, because of the community or whatever you want to call it, we live in here. We have the community mailboxes so yeah. they come to our house. So we've only done it one time and there was like 16 boxes and 10 of them were like VCRs. So she wasn't super happy. She actually, Dora actually carried them from the porch to the mail truck she wasn't excited she wasn't excited to do her job right <laughs> I guess she gets pissed off when she's gotta drop off the boxes that I order and shit cause sometimes they're like leaning against the house sometimes they're just like throwing up on the deck okay. that's what bothers me is people get upset when they have to do their job right and I watch these guys on YouTube dude that they schedule pickups every single day like this is a point where their mail person knows hey there's gonna be packages at this house for me to pick up yeah it's not like i wouldn't take care of her she picked up my packages every day i'll get her you know, a tim horton's card or a christmas gift or whatever i know she's doing a little extra yeah and saving me time but so we don't schedule unless we have a lot or we're not going to be able to go to the post office <clears throat> one of us usually just drop them off but dropping it off at the post office is super easy it's already labeled You've already weighed it and everything. So I don't need a receipt. All my information to track it and everything's in eBay. Yeah. So I just go in and if it'll fit in the drop, I drop it. If not, I just wait in line, hand it to them, say I'm dropping these off. Don't need a receipt. And they say, okay, have a good day. Right. If they're real busy, there's like an end counter yeah. where nobody's at. Put just point it there and say, I'm dropping this off. And they say, okay. And then I leave. Because you don't have to have all that information because you've already got it all. <clears throat> So it would just be a waste to have another receipt that you'd probably lose anyway. <laughs> it's all in your eBay account. Yeah. That's, you don't want paper receipts. All that stuff's digital anyway, right? Right. It's better that way, right? You actually can sign up with the post office. Kind of like getting rid of uh, paper currency, right? Just go all digital. <laughs> We found out when I dropped off something, so I signed up with the post office with my email. So if for some reason I have to ship something and I don't print the label off eBay for some reason, like my computer's down, my printer's not working, and I have to create, you know, go in there and create a label in the post office, Yeah. I still don't get a receipt. They email the tracking information to me, so then I have it in my email. Okay. Then I can just hook that number into my eBay account, send it to the person, and they'll have their tracking information. Nice. Before we call it quits, um, oh, the cow story. Yeah. Okay, so I'm watching the news. I watch the news every morning when I get up and I'm getting ready. I'm listening to Fox 2 News or watching it. And I was getting dressed this morning, and they were talking about, they were talking to some guy that was, I don't know if he was a scientist or what he was, but he was talking about uh, 
um, that we're like gonna have a shortage of beef cattle. Like, when we keep going this way, there's gonna be a shortage of beef cattle at some point in the world. So somewhere in the country, I can't remember where he said, but they're actually working on pulling DNA from beef cattle and creating hamburger steak, growing it in like a petri dish and creating meat. I thought they were already doing that. The DNA. This was the first time I heard it. Oh, okay. If it's something they're already doing, I was just like, whoa, they're genetically growing our meat. No, lab meat. Yeah. 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 They've been. They've been doing. They've been. They've been testing it. So yeah, they were talking about that on the news when we were talking about cows earlier. I was like, oh shit, popped up, (laughs) popped into my head. So it's hard to beat, you know, a nice ribeye steak. Just oh, for sure. All that marble. Do you find? But, the, but the, it doesn't compete to something that you went out, pursued, shot, gutted, drug home. There's something primal about bringing home your own meat instead of having so someone I've else do it I've never actually you. tried venison. You haven't? So do you find, or just me, like I can go to the best steakhouse with Chris or wherever and just can't make a steak as good as I can make it home. I've never had that issue. Nobody, can, not everybody can be as perfect as you. It's not perfection, it's just <laughs> perfection. Well, how are I, I don't know why I said it like that. Perfection. It's not perfection. <laughs> it's just perfection. <laughs> right. Perfection. Enunciations. <laughs> My, uh, for me, just cooking it, is, I just seem to get it just how I like it, where it doesn't seem like I can not saying that every place is a bad steak. You can get a good steak for some Unless your wife cooks it, and then it's well done. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's grounds for sleeping in the shed. Oh, man. I can't help it. So when I met Dora, she couldn't oh fucking boil water. <laughs> and she wanted me to teach her to cook. Because I, I worked in a restaurant. I came home and I cooked. Like if Dora was cooking, we were having hot dogs and macaroni yeah, and cheese. Basically. So I told her, I said, look, just watch the food network. Just look stuff up. Just figure it out. Then I showed her a little bit here and there, but she went from not being able to cook at all to fast forward, I don't know, twelve years now and thirteen. Fucking hand making ravioli noodles stuffing them with chicken and sage and lemon and making her own sauce and she's getting pretty good at it but she could cook nothing the one thing though that i can't get her over is chicken if she cooks chicken i have to put a sauce on it (laughs) she is terrified that the chicken's pink like she'll cut into chicken at a restaurant and go oh that's pink no, it's not. Looks pink to Like, me. she doesn't cook juicy chicken. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I, I don't... I'm, I'm terrified of pink chicken, so... So, grounds for sleeping, but... Anyways, that was me saying I, uh... Listen, I will eat my steak pink now, though. Yes. I definitely so suffer. I, you know... 
progress. Suffering through some fucking <laughs> but it all worked out at the end. The end. Are we at the end? To this point. Right? Well, breaking news, it's the end. <laughs> it was to you, me. You heard it here first. <laughs> so. You want to cut that? You got enough? Yeah, no, that'll work. Uh, yeah, I'll bring over some venison. We'll try it. We'll let you guys know what we think. Some backstrap. I definitely, I would like to try it. It's different. I'm nervous to try it, but I still want to try it. I'm at that stage in my life where give me some new things that I haven't tried yet. Oh, she wants to try some new things. Right. <laughs> See, I told Did you. you hear that? <laughs> she wants to spice it up. Wink, wink, Ryan. Yeah. So what would you say about that butt out? You're bringing that over? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> what you or her. What a way to end the show. <laughs> so yep. that being said, you guys pay attention to our social media. We're going to try to get a little more uh, active on our social media. Drop some lives. Yeah, we should have went live tonight. Mm-hmm. We still can. All right, I got nothing else. Me neither. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for letting me talk your ear off. (laughs) Level49podcast.com. Peace. Bye.